recording has begun uh we cannot intro this episode nearly as well as we intro the last episode <laughs> with bad crinkling and screaming which yes ron i left I mean, as I the can, intro no. yep, i can amazing. pick my applesauce back up <laughs> no. and just like we can just do slurping sounds of uh, me uh, eating I mean, applesauce are we doing slurping sounds this time like do we everyone everyone get your slurping ready There we go. Ah, that's ah. some good soda remnants. <laughs> <laughs> Just really destroying any goodwill left amongst our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> there goes that last French listener. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, truly, they're like, oh, this is a fun joke. And they're like, oh, no, this is going to become the intro bit. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good idea. Um, welcome back to Louis C. We are currently in Davidstown. Uh, no, we're not in Davidstown. Yeah. You don't get to intro. The, I intro the thing. It's Aaron. Davidstown everywhere we go now that we got a David. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? <laughs> I gave that to you as a gift and you refused it. Um, immediately. Immediately. <laughs> Welcome back to the Low Armor Cast, an actual play D&D podcast about three kids in a trench coat trying to solve a mystery, except those kids are actually small-sized creatures, and that trench coat is a giant suit of combat armor. I am your game mother, Steve, as always, with my wonderful pit crew. Say hello, pit crew. Hello. Hello, pit crew. And so we're going to start off uh, after that slurping noise. Uh, musical experiment uh no sign up now uh, kickstarter for the uh, <laughs> album from <laughs> low armor cast sounds you don't want to hear in a it's podcast. like stomp but we call it slur oh god <laughs> <laughs> i like hate an it entire... I, hate it. I hate it so much already why so did one, you make once that? we've done this for an intro like four or five <laughs> times take those like turn them into some kind of loop <laughs> Turn them into yeah. a loop, sell them on Bandcamp. You can get that album. It'll be our new theme song. No. <laughs> I'm more than happy to use the theme song. I'll send I get the samples for, to for Bill free. Beats and have him make oh, us. Don't, you, don't you do it. And it'll it'll slap so hard, and you're going to be like, no, I can't use this, but I must. I must. <laughs> Now, fortunately, it will not slap that hard. Let's do introductions. I'm going to write a hook. I'm going to write a beautiful hook for it. Uh, <laughs> I should present it to you. Uh, no. We're going to make it I, so good you can't not use there's a part of me that almost wants to skip introductions to punish you all um, and just be like, no, we're just going into the recap. But for those that are listening to this as their first episode, A, we're choice. B, Why? let's introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Ron Leota. I'll be playing Tama today. This is Kelsey Steven. I'll be playing Merritt today. What's up, listeners? This is Triple Aaron playing the part of Scratch today. <laughs> it's truly horrifying. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. Um, You're listening to the low AC in the morning. Whoa! <laughs> honka, honka, awooga. That's right. <laughs> Drive time radio. <laughs> I'm sorry. Absolutely not. Um, I, uh, so, I, I would like to second this motion to turn the low AC into a morning zoo format. <laughs> <laughs> so as the sky spire crumbles beneath <laughs> all of you and you have your last moments of existence falling a half a mile to the earth, um, what do you regret? <laughs> I don't know what I regret, but I know what I do. Bicorn sound effect, toilet flush sound effect. <laughs> yeah. Out. Out. I mean, honestly, honestly. Let's see if we can get in one last phone scam on the way down. Yeah. Uh, 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 
All right, let's get into the recap. <laughs> Last session, we found the pit crew in the back of a bauble and tchotchke shop inside Rockville, inside the Sky Spire. There they found the fold-wide celebrity, Maja Agda, in an argument with some... Chad? No, oh, Blake. <laughs> Blake. Pissant yeah. is a good name for him, but I believe his name was Blake. Uh, and his band of buddies. Apparently some kind of interpersonal disagreement that was escalating to a physical. After Tama's pleas of introspection failed to move the majority of the group toward the path of peace, the pit crew got to working on the remaining holdouts and dealt with them handily. Meeting Maja Agda, who was grateful to run into them, they moved through the pun and satire-filled food court and up the center shaft elevator to the restaurant, the 199. There, wined and dined by Maja, what all well Merritt and Tama kept attempting to simultaneously wingman each other. <laughs> they got down to the discussion of becoming Maja's official security escorts while in the Sky Spire. All was going well until Wilton Welvix at the previous call of merit and Maja's manager Thundra showed up flustered at the pop star's penchant for wandering into danger. Then a distant roaring crumbling sound, a warning, and we find our pit crew at the 199 putting in an order for an off menu item. Uh, you were staring over the side of uh, the north side of the sky spire. Um, which is not something that you all had been able to see a lot of. It had always been south-facing to Lagello, um, for most of the views. But at the 199, you can see all around. Like over a hundred stories down, a large plume of smoke and an explosion noise. And over the PA, someone had restricted travel to the lower 30 or so floors. Uh, behind you, surprisingly, was the waiter that had been serving you all. And I believe Scratch is the one that asked, could we order some information about this? Yeah. The waiter simply smiles, holding up his finger, looking at the group, and then taps his nose and gently waves his fingers in his own direction as he turns quietly from you and starts walking off. Uh, the rest of the restaurant is all distracted by the hubbub, including Maja, uh, Wilton and Thundra. Uh, so I just rolled a d20 to see if uh, Scratch interpreted the nose tap correctly or if she thought that he was offering drugs and she thinks he's offering drugs. Okay. Does that affect Scratch <laughs> following him at all? Scratch is, Scratch is gonna go see what's up. Uh, now that we're official security for Maja, even though if Merit sees this, like, if Scratch is going, Merritt will just stay with Maja. Yeah, Scratch will probably just, like, real quick be like, hey, so uh, I think this waiter might have some information. Uh, I'm going to go... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go uh, see if I can pick up some of this information. I uh, rolled <laughs> an 18 on Insight, because uh, I didn't like that, that <laughs> wink. Uh, 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 for for those who aren't watching, Aaron, uh, <laughs> there was a big wink uh, that was pretty obvious with that uh, statement. So I'm gonna uh, I, uh, hold on. Why don't why don't I go or at least go with you? Um. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's both go together and uh, maybe we can share the information. Wink. wink. <laughs> <laughs> I. I can I just, as we're walking, I just lean in. I'm pretty sure it's just information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Wink. <laughs> so, so he walks you uh, <laughs> along the statuary and garden-like 
attire of this uh, restaurant, the 199 here at the top of the Sky Spire. Uh, there's various walking paths uh, and water features. And then there's sort of natural sort of uh, dividers, little tree groves or or trimmed hedges that kind of look like walls. It's all very garden party. Uh, and then suddenly you walk through what looks like a gazebo curved uh, 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 along the path, just like a nice little thing with some ivy and holly. And immediately as you walk through it, it flashes and there's a massive restaurant kitchen uh, just sprawling for larger than most restaurants you've seen and there's employees all working and you can hear the clatter that you could not hear outside of uh pans and knives and chopping up and all kinds of ingredients and smells come your way and uh the waiter just keeps walking you back further and further paying no mind to the kitchen as you see other serving staff move in and out of this place and he walks you back into a uh what looks like a a storage unit neither of you would have ever seen anything like this you've seen magical boxes that, that keep things cool but you know they're the shape of a box you could carry with both of your hands you've never seen what looks like a large closet that you could do it but he opens the door and you can feel the cool air come out and he nods his head inside and then walks in himself first uh i'll follow him Okay. Yeah, yeah, we follow. Uh, upon following him in there, you see a number of things on the shelves. Both of you kind of quickly identify what this is for because you have heard of this. This is not unheard of technology in the fold, just not of this yeah, scale. This, this is the place where busboys do whippets. Speaking of, there's one right Yeah, yeah. A, a busboy runs out. He's got a, a, a thin cylindrical steel bottle with a nozzle on the top of it, and he was just like, <laughs> He's like hitting it and, he, and and the waiter's like shoo shoo scratch is like yes I, I've never seen that before but I, I know that means I don't know what it means but I want right. to do it <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he goes uh, he goes and he takes the joint that's in the back of his uh, bag or tucked into his ear lights it up walks out turns the radio on too loud and does dishes <laughs> um, uh, 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 restaurant work and the door closes behind you and he turns around and he smiles and he's like so you'd like some information about what the incident might be related to. Well, as I said, everything can happen at the... And he coughs. <coughs> hey, uh, what's up? My name's Sly Peter. How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of smirks. I believe we David, know that. David let me uh, know you were coming, so... Uh, <laughs> So what is going on with the explosion and plume of smoke? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, well uh, <laughs> all right, I'm not going to know exactly what's going on with that, but I have some ideas. Okay. Um, number one, you're all settled in your room. Uh, Wilton, Wilton is the one that's been helping you out. Good, yeah. good. Uh, well, welcome to the Sky Spire. It's pretty nice, as I'm sure you've seen. Um, I don't know why David decided to move out to David's town. And instead of stay here, I mean, yeah, they have a brass bass, but we have a brass bass now, so <laughs> <laughs> why would anyone want to go to franchise? <laughs> so you know you truly made it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so welcome to the Sky Spire. Wilton's got you set up at the Red Grove. That's all been dealt with for you. Uh, you know, obviously, Wink, we know what's going on uh, for your accommodations. Uh, that whole explosion down there. Um, it's not the first prob- it's probably the first one that's shown up 
on the exterior of the sky spire, but it's not the first explosion we've had uh, here before, <laughs> oh. and it won't be the last, I'm certain. <laughs> awesome. Industrial accident or... Sure. Terrorism? Wink. <laughs> Terrorism is a real negative word. It's also probably not a exists. Worker yeah. revolution? What? Worker revolution? I mean, sometimes. Like, sometimes. sometimes. Sky Spire is, <laughs> the Sky Spire is very nice on the outside, but, and on the inside, but as you might imagine, it's a little strange that the uh, Aguarial Society of Kenya Kozar has the largest and most advanced tower in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Lots of things don't make sense about the Sky Spire. It's very positive uh, publicity from the outside. A lot of people from the uh, from the domain of Kenya Kozar want to move here, want to live here. On the inside, it's good for most people. Some people, it's not great for. Those people maybe don't make so much money. Sometimes they get upset about their treatment. And then an explosion happens. <laughs> now, normally it's a, like a, a controlled fire or a protest or something. And then, like you said, it could be an accident. Something could have just blown up. Or it could be a maneuver or a negotiation tactic. There's a lot going on here. I just wanted to make contact to let yeah, you know I'm here. Yeah, no, knowing know who you are, I think I have a few other things I'm particularly interested in yeah. as well. Um your associate said that you might have some additional information for us regarding our circumstances. Oh, the fact that you don't have a champion combatant? Well, I mean, if we're just going out and saying things like that, sure. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, I have, I have, a, I mean, I don't have a lot of information on it specifically. I know he disappeared. Like, Sly David let me know what happened. Uh, and then I've talked with Rupert. Um, so yeah, I don't have a lot of specific information. I know you're looking for him and, uh, they said that you might have some questions for me and to kind of put my feelers out while you're here in the sky spire for you. So I can get that going for you if you like. Absolutely. Anything we can find out about what happened to our fighter would be fantastic. So, <laughs> uh, did he, like he disappeared the night before your Davidstown expedition in some sort of large magical event. Is that yeah. correct? He disappeared yeah. along with about a cubic mile or so of dirt. Ooh, that's a lot of dirt. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. sell a lot of that in dirt. In fact, has there been any news of that? Because, like, there's a huge hole in the earth and then, like, a bunch of dirt mound um, right outside of Davidstown. How good would it be if in, like, 25 episodes Lannix just dead under that pile? <laughs> like... <laughs> No mystery. We just didn't find him. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Just like uh, every every now and then, it just like goes back to Lanning's body and like further and further states of like all I've been doing is after the episode recordings, like every episode ends, just like like with a real kind of like vague sort of like like it rained today. The uh, you know the the, the water (laughs) drops dripped onto the ground. Uh, that had been so aggressively disturbed by magic, grass seeding again, once growing, and then at the end of the episode, it's like, like, you never figure out what happens to Lannick in the end of the campaign, it's like, and I just punch in, and here, in this peaceful valley that had been reborn from such a tragic event, lies Lannick Hindfist, the world's greatest champion armor battle, and then that's the end <laughs> of this series. I mean, never. That would have been. I really wish I had the clever storytelling mechanics you do, Kelsey. No, 
Lannick is not buried in that. <laughs> this, uh, the smell of cinnamon cardamom is just a collective, like, magic stroke we're suffering from being <laughs> in the blast radius. It's just, we just smell that now, like fucking burning leaves. Yeah. Horrible. A cubic mile of dirt. It's a lot of dirt. Okay. Um. Yeah, I can look into who would have the... Uh, who would have the sauce for that kind of that kind of recipe? Yeah, That's quite the many. spell. <laughs> That's quite the spell. So I can dig into that. Anything else? Anything else you can tell me? I don't have a lot of specifics. I just have generally what David. I, I know this is very very vague, but um, we've encountered at sites of interest the smell of cinnamon and cardamom. Yeah. Does that ring any bells? Not any bells. So, are you saying, like, there was a smell, there's been multiple times where you've smelled cinnamon and cardamom and you weren't in, like, a restaurant? Yeah. And, like, that was present at the, uh, at the site of, at the site of the accident. At the site of the accident and a couple other times, too. Yeah. And come to think of it, Scratch reaches into her bag and pulls out that little, um... Totem? Yeah, the little totem hey! thing. <laughs> I picked this up a while ago on my travels, and this smells the exact same way. He hands it to, um... Ooh. The Sly Peter. Yeah. Uh, this could really... This could be something. Cinnamon and carbon. He smells it. Now I've got a smell for it. I'm gonna sniff it out like a hound dog. That's what I am. <laughs> and he's like, alright, so... Strange smell. Consistent magic powers. Big magic powers, cardamom, cinnamon, uh, and then a totem of the the sun and moon, uh, flipping, laughing to sadness, depending on whichever one is set. Ah, that's yeah. what it is. Cool. Do, do, do you not? You're not people. Fa- I, I suppose that works out for the sky spires. There's not <laughs> a lot of people of faith here. You're not of the faith. Not particularly. No. No. What about what about you? Not of any local faith. Oh, well, that's fair. You mean there's not one true faith across the entire... I'm just kidding. I know. (laughs) I know. Uh, All right. I can look into this. Um, So how much do you all know about the Sky Spire? And before you answer that, we're going to cut back to Merit. Merit, you are... um, Staring off the side as the clouds drifting up. Eventually starts getting close and Merit's like, oh, we probably want to... You don't want to inhale the smoke. Where's your singing voice? Uh, so, Where's that food? Uh, a number of the guests have just simply gone back to their tables. The PA said that it would be fine. They have no interest in going down to below, honestly, below floor, floor 40. Uh, Wilton agrees. He's like, why, yes, we should uh, go on back to the table and, and continue our much more pleasant conversation than looking at some sort of accident, I'm sure, down on there. Thundra, on the other hand, is like, so you're telling me at this point that I'm supposed to trust my security to... Wait, where'd the other two of you go? Or the... uh, To one admittedly very thick, strong goblin boy? (laughs) Right now? They're talking to staff about security. Oh, okay. Uh, Roll uh, deception. You don't know that that's what they're doing. That (laughs) was a very good lie. That's literally what we're doing, though. Is that a lie? I mean, yeah, that is true. Well, he's a staff (laughs) member. I don't know that. Merit doesn't know (laughs) that. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) Merit has no idea what's going on. Uh, 
that's a three on the die. Um, well, that's not so gonna there's be. There's no way. Uh, well, let me. It roll. might be the truth, but it's not convincing. <laughs> yeah, so it's a five total. <laughs> <laughs> well, for now they got an eighteen on insight, so yeah, the five doesn't quite do it. Yep, this followed the went to find who's in charge of security. At this restaurant. She uh, narrows her eyes. Wilton immediately recognizes <laughs> your lie as well. And is like, I'm sure that they just uh, went to discuss with the staff about all the hullabaloo. Make sure our food's coming. That's probably what it is. Do not worry. While we're here, Thundra, we might as well uh, uh, continue to all be together. Uh, I I can vouch uh, for the pit crew of the great land at Comfish. There's very few people that will be safer for Magda to be with than the people that support the world champion of champion armor combat. You all kind of gather to the table. Yeah, I probably ask them real quick, just like, because I'm also curious if other people have heard news of like, you know, giant amount of earth moves out. Like probably as we go back to the table, I'm like, so any heard of any weird things happening fun fun interesting news on your travels <laughs> that's a wide open question kelsey maja just cuts in oh yes i've heard of a number of wonderful strange things in our travels did you know that there's tale of a ghost ship down in Lagello? a ghost ship and then and then when we were out in uh osirum we got to tour the ruins there, the old capital in Osirum. And if there's a, if there's not a ghost ship in Legello, there's definitely got to be ghosts in Osirum. Have you ever been anywhere else, Merritt, other than Haza or, or anything? Not really. I really just traveled with Lannick once we started moving around. Oh, yeah, yeah. when we were in Davidstown, we heard there was some, like, earthquake or something nearby. Very well framed. That's much better than the <laughs> opening question. I love it. Uh, the manager, Thundra, sits there and is like, Oh, yes, I heard about that earthquake. It was quite terrible. Uh, we got it in the uh, the Spire Standard. Uh, that's the news periodical that comes here every day. Uh, well, that or the uh, uh, Kozar Chronicle, which is the one that uh, that covers more than just the Sky Spire's uh, news but in an interest place, they said that Davidstown might one day become an island based off the earthquakes, and their evidence was that an earthquake was so powerful that it left a giant crater in the ground. At first, they thought it was a volcano, you know, with the mountains hugging that range, but there was no sense of magma or anything like that. It's very interesting. So you were there when the Davidstown earthquake happened, Merritt. Yeah, it happened just before we arrived to Davidstown. Did you feel it at all? You know, I think so. There's definitely some horses being spooked right around. <laughs> you know, I worry so much about bad actors coming to Maja. I never really think about just the sort of bad things that could happen to her, like being caught in an earthquake or 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 being caught in a fire or being on top of a uh, on top of a half mile building when the middle of it explodes out and the whole damn thing comes down why do we agree to come here maja and maja's just like you can't not come to the sky spire thundra you know that you've performed here you'd be denying tons of fans of it it's the only venue in kenya kozar nowhere else has a space even remotely like that and the thunder just sits back down 
Wilton kind of quietly. Um, I'm going to do a sleight of hand for Wilton. All right, so it's not very subtle for Merritt. Quietly, just sort of like pats your knee in like a like a like a like a affirmative way but his grip is like vice like he's just like it's like it cannot be interpreted as as any kind of flirting from Wilton that's not what that's going for but he like pats your knee and I guess you can roll insight on what he's trying to uh to communicate to you it's not one. <laughs> um, I, hey, hey Wilden, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> he looks super confused. <laughs> He's just like, well, uh, uh, all right. And then he just lights up another cigar. <laughs> um, lights up another wow. cigar. <laughs> uh, that uh, went about as bad as it could have. <laughs> I rolled a four on sleight of hand for how good he'd be at like, subtle hand gesturing at Merritt and uh and and then a one on the insight for a what he was firm trying to knee shake <laughs> aggressive violent knee shake <laughs> um, uh, cut back to Tom uh, and scratch? Scratch. Oh. <laughs> get off me you damn cat <laughs> uh, cut back to uh uh scratch and Tama scratch and Tama so Sly Peter uh, is like, so yeah, what are you all? Sorry, I almost went right back into the <laughs> Slab, sorry, I was doing my Wilton Welfix impersonation. Uh, what do you all know about the Sky Spire? What do you, what have you, uh, what have you learned about it? Well, you've been here, or have either of you been here before? Because it's a complicated place. I've learned, I've learned about as much as I can in the short time I've been here. It's a uh, multi-tiered building with various districts the size of small or medium-sized neighborhoods uh, reaching up a hundred or so levels? 200. 200? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How do you make buildings that tall? Uh, a lot of pain and suffering. Um, specifically uh, 131 deaths and several hundreds of more injuries over the span of like four or five years. That's awful. Oh, it was a terrible project. Why wouldn't you just stop at some point well it wasn't like my decision i want to well, not you <laughs> I, mean, I mean why wouldn't why wouldn't they just stop at some point uh how do i explain this if somebody cuts their hand while building a house right they keep building the house yes and that's reasonable because it's not permanent if a large group of people build a fortress to protect their town or build like a wall and maybe while building the wall one person dies but the wall incomplete doesn't serve its purpose so they have to finish the wall which means that that wall was unfortunately worth that one person's life to protect the lives of others because it was an accident right like it wasn't like they killed the person to right make the i get happen. the analogy you're going for yeah, but couldn't you just so, top it off at some point and then use all that and i just kind of like spread my arms around me vast amounts of land around you to expand in safer heights I mean, maybe I'm crazy because I come from a place that only has two-story buildings, but... Oh, no, that's most places. Most places <laughs> don't have more than two stories. Like, there's the castles. Castles always have, like, a few. Yeah, we didn't even have those. So this this seems 
At yeah. some point, you just put a roof on it and maybe make a couple more. <laughs> right? Then you'd be the sky's spires. Yeah, well, you'd keep yeah. them all at about 100 stories and less human suffering. If, I, if maybe if you'd been an advisor to Loretta Maldonis when uh, when she put this project together. but Yeah, I'm wasting your time. I'm sorry. This is just uh, no, mind-boggling. No, no, no problem. <laughs> um, uh, it's no, no I problem. I think this is interesting. Uh... uh yeah, like, I honestly can't explain to you too much about the details about this. It's a weird gap in my knowledge, because nobody really knows where the materials came for this place. Like, it, they didn't come from Kenya or Kozar. We're like apple orchards and farms and pigs and stuff. Like, that's what we do. That's what we've always done up in these parts. And then Loretta Maldanis comes in, is like, we need to create something more important, to, uh, more impressive to balance ourselves with Midland, not only Midland, but the fold in general. Uh, she used to say something along the lines of, of we feed Midland, so it's time that Midland pay their bill kind of thing like we were some sort of service industry and so she said that she was getting materials from all across midland and they started shipping in concrete steel rebar things that had only just been developed by artificers just taking advantage of the most aggressive uh or most advanced building techniques and then mages and such it was actually designed um you're you scratch you're an artificer right yes uh, it was designed by uh, Jepsy McAllister. Um, oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And so Jepsy uh, built it, and uh, they actually live here now, too, but uh, they retired <laughs> here. Jepsy built it, and yeah, they built this massive tower, but they brought in a ton of labor from Kenya Kosar, created a ton of jobs. Everybody was very happy, but it was dangerous work. More dangerous than a pack of trolls coming in and tearing down your farm? I don't know. There's a lot of, like, mortality to the world at large. So I guess they just accepted it. Uh, plus, Loretta is a force to be reckoned with. She's a cult of personality all of her own. So she says, let's build the greatest tower. Everyone gets excited for a big old damn dick <laughs> pointed to the sky. Uh, what's our competition look like for the fights? Uh, yo, the, the main match that you're doing uh, in a few days, uh, you'll be able to deal with him. Um, he's ranked like 32nd out of 32 on the list of potential fighters. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about him. Medence has never been a proper contender for even locally in Midland, certainly the fold in general. So I wouldn't worry about him too much. Is there any local shops that sell, uh, I don't know, like, uh, archival footage of fights? Oh yeah, you, there's theaters where you can just view them, um, as well as uh, uh, have private viewings of them. Uh, in the facility uh, itself, in the uh, Spire Sky Arena, um, you can you can in your like room for Lanik and your team, there should be uh, some sort of viewing crystal there where you can call up previous matches that have happened there or other recordings. I guess we're gonna have to have a viewing uh, party. <laughs> I'm sorry, when you said that there are like private viewing theaters, immediately I pictured like Oh my god <laughs> I pictured like the lusty lady except it's champion armor fighters. You put it in the corner and it goes up and they're just like, Alright, we're fighting. <laughs> I mean, uh uh, now, if you we, want to go to the Nickelodeon arcade and view <laughs> those kinds of things, yeah, they, they, we we have that too. Awesome. I might have to check those out. Yeah. That oh. just is sort of like a greatest hits moment. There's a couple announcers that narrate over them. It's kind of <laughs> nice. Great. But yeah. Uh, 
Uh, the key is, while we're talking, I did have a thought. I did have a thought. You showed me that you all said that you weren't religious. And that kind of blends with the sky spire. One of the things that's a little odd about here, and it's specifically odd if any of this comes in the way, and he holds up the totem with the sun and moon. Uh, there are no churches in the sky spire. There are no chapels. There are no things. People can gather. The religion isn't banned. But that's by design. But yeah, you'd think with 200 floors and like libraries and Nickelodeons and peep shows there'd and be one and, church or temple. Yeah, there'd be a temple or a church. Now, uh, Loretta Maldonis is openly not religious. Uh, not or anti. She hasn't banned it. I mean, she is the ruling body of Ken Yarko's are. Yeah. She calls herself the governess, but she doesn't like we didn't elect her. <laughs> uh, uh, she was she was granted the position by our former ruler and she will grant the next ruler's position. Uh, yeah. Loretta Maldonis uh, has never banned religion, doesn't have a problem, never says anything negative about it, but uh, nothing in the sky spire, no organization. So, of course, communities organize somewhere for their faith, but there, you'll find no statues of the sun or moon. You'll find none of the lesser deities. You'll find no foreign things. The closest you might find is in some of the ambassadorial offices from other uh, like continents. You might find in their offices if their religion guides them as such. They might have something, but nothing officially funded by Kenya or Kozar. So this, if I find another this is an, really interesting to me if there's anything about the sun and moon here in the sky spire because we have chapels in the rest of Kenya Kozar. <laughs> like people go and and pray to their gods. That's not okay. weird here. Yeah. And so it's strange that that happens. I so, think I follow. Um, you, are you keeping that? Oh, oh, here. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. I just wanted to make sure. I mean, you know, you can hold on to it for now. I just wanted to make sure. No, it sounded no, like you're going to keep it. No, 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 no. I don't need okay. to keep it. <laughs> so the sky spire, it's a little strange. It's not what anyone expects when they get here. But a lot of people expect a big, like, tower, maybe. But, like, they think, you know, 10 stories, 12 stories, that would be very tall. Yeah. And they expect it to be more like a castle, and it's more like an entire enclosed community. Yeah. And you'd expect it to be a lot like the country that built it, and it's nothing like the rest of Kenya Arkozar. Have any of you ever been to any of the rest of this country? I I haven't. I've seen bits of it. Yeah. It's farms. Yeah. There's no cities in the rest of Kenya Arkozar. There's villages and towns at best. It's farms. That's how it survives. It exports food. And we like it that way. And then this tower was built and everyone was excited for it. And now everyone wants to move here. And then they get here and they're like, oh, this is, I mean, not for nothing, but anyone below the 40th floor definitely knows what I'm talking about. I feel like there's something else and the yeah. player is not recollecting. Can I make a, an intelligence roll to see if there's something obvious I'm missing? No, because this is a podcast. So <laughs> I'm just going to tell you um, uh, uh, because it's fine. Sometimes I'd like to have that fun game. But uh, in a podcast, you know, I want you to be able to pursue hooks. Well, it's 19 uh, intelligence. Ooh, so you so just, have it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's not cheating. Yeah, I'm not, yeah it's, it's not cheating for the DM to just remind Ron the legitimately player. rolled that. Thank you, in podcast <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, here, I'll cut this backwards. Yes, I'm going to need you to roll that in check. 
Oh, you fucked me, Ron. You fucked me. There you go. Oh, <laughs> oh you got me this time, Leota. <laughs> um, uh, damn it, curses. I wanted you not to explore the plot I built for this world. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's 100%. Not like this. Not like this. It's 100% okay for you as a player to not remember every single thing that you could remember. Uh, so the things that you have to do ahead of time that you already know that you have to do is you have a meeting with security at the Sky Arena venue late tonight. And then Lanik has been invited to a lunch with another retired champion combatant who's mm -hmm. the new head of security, which is extremely weird that that just happened uh, tomorrow. So you have to A, maybe cancel that or hide Lanik and B, Rupert Morning Sun specifically wants you to investigate why that guy decided to go um elected. Um you have you have a disguise kit, don't you? You have a disguise kit, don't you? Or something? Oh yeah. It's one of my specialties. Maybe maybe we can disguise you as Lanik and go like I'm three feet tall. Sam <laughs> Lanik. There's three of us. My body is the size size of his the head and shoulders. Up and yeah. like... I'll, I'll, I'll ring My up skull like is, <laughs> his skull like isn't the size of a normal human skull, that's and this is a Goliath. That's what the disguise kit's for. <laughs> to make my skull bigger? Yeah. yeah. Just put a larger skull on top of your head and paint it. <laughs> <laughs> You see, my lord, the helmet's been bent to my head and I cannot remove it. <laughs> That's been on your head for the entire tail. season, Lanik. <laughs> I know, it's very painful. <laughs> it smells really bad in here. Yeah, so uh, can you tell me a little bit about uh, Samson, uh, the new head of security? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I can tell you about Samson. Samson's... Uh, I mean, he seems like a stand-up guy. Um, he's definitely more affable then he looks um he looks like he will reach into your chest and grab your heart and eat it but um <laughs> but he's he, he's very friendly uh he was kind of strange he wasn't the favorite for a long time uh the former head of security who's been the head of security since the sky spire started unfortunately had to take a sudden leave uh, a lot of people <laughs> assumed that it was going to be and sort of that person's heir apparent but it ended up being samson I got it. It's not like he campaigned for it. Again, it's an assigned position. So, uh, you know, everyone seems nice, but he's only been in the job for like a week or two. So, you oh, know, okay. we don't know. Isn't he, it odd, though, that... Uh, I mean, isn't it odd, though, that he's the first champion to Oh, occupy? absolutely. So, I mean, what, what, do you have any idea what drove the decision, or...? Uh, I, you would have to ask, uh, you would have to ask either Loretta herself, since she assigns all those positions, or, um... Or, uh, or maybe some of the people, the union heads would know if you talk, go talk to the union heads. Um, they tend to know a lot. They're, they're not governing bodies, but they manage a lot of people. Well, what's the likelihood of getting an audience with the governess? Uh, Loretta? Uh, you could just go schedule one. She is more than happy to meet anyone. Maybe I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, she, she won't be able to, like, meet, like... Probably not a walk-in, but sure, if sure, you sure. send word in advance, send Wilton to yeah. get Wilton to schedule it up, I'm sure she'll be able to fit you in. Yeah, the pit crew from the champion Lanik Iron Fist, you, Loretta's going to meet with you uh, if you offer that. 
So yeah, yeah, you can meet with Loretta directly. Um, you can meet. I don't know if you all know this, but you can meet with or talk to whoever you want. It's almost like your adventurers in the adventure union, except we're not worried you're just gonna take all of our stuff and burn something down for no apparent reason. I. Taba literally recoils at being compared I to an adventurer. I just meant in the access <laughs> yeah. that you probably will have. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Champions pit crew here in the Skyspire. Champion Armor League. That's the biggest sport here. Like, I mean, there's spinners, of course, but that's that's more of a kid's thing. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. There's spinners everywhere. I mean, yeah. Taba just stares sport. off in the distance for a slight moment. A tone is heard and then whew, done. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, champion armor, that's the sport. I mean, uh, businesses make their entire year's worth of income off champion armor league restaurants, bars, like, and so if you want to meet with someone, you just let Wilton know and Wilton will, uh, Wilton will, uh, arrange it for you. Sounds good. We'll do that. Um, lastly, we have one other piece of business we uh, were interested in looking into. Do you know, have any idea why he would want to meet with Lanik tomorrow? Because cause they used to fight each other a lot. Like, like were they old friends? Did they, they have that type of relationship? Uh, as far as I know, probably. Lanik, Lanik tended to be affable with everyone, if not very personal with them. And, you know, I mean, I'm just guessing here. I'm just guessing uh, a guy fights as a champion for decades never really gets that golden ring but respected by his peers now he's suddenly in some sort of bureaucratic job in a place that isn't his home and then the champion who's at least a person he knows from the life that he was more comfortable with comes to town probably gonna want to disappear and smudge with that so it might just be personable what does sly peter know anymore <laughs> he definitely doesn't know why david's town is better than the fucking sky spire <laughs> i mean We've got a sprucer's presence here, for God's sake. <laughs> have you been to Rockville? Have you been to Rockville? How many Wendy's do you have here? How many Wendy's don't we have here? Exactly. <laughs> there, was, there was the one in Davidstown. I'm with you. There's only one. We have so many Wendy's. There's a bar called the Alley Behind the Wendy's, which is a reference to Wendy's in this world. <laughs> I, I sense some bitterness at Sly David's move. I'm just saying that he could have stayed here and helped me with this. There are like 20 plus thousand people. This is way more of an operation than one person can manage. Now, I've got to go deliver some apps. Um, is there anything else you need? Uh, no. I, is there a good way for us to contact you if we have anything additional? Maybe through Wilton, but Wilton, maybe. that won't always be consistent. I might also be working a shift. You can come up here. Uh, I'm here a lot. That's fine. I mean, we can always make an excuse to come get drinks or something. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> One last question. Yes. You tap. <laughs> you tap the side of your nose. So no, no drugs. Oh, do you? Do Do you want drugs? What do you got? Would you like them here or would you like them in your room? In our room. In your room. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tama just kind of like down. looks like what. <laughs> Hello, and now we're in the mid-roll with your gay mommy, Steve, on a different mic on a different night. We just wanted to take a break to thank our patrons. Patrons, you're the people keeping the lights on. That's Kyle, Michael, Aaron, and Steve. 
We also want to thank everyone that follows and reviews this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us and participating. If you want to review the podcast and you listen to this on something that allows reviews, like the Apple Podcast app, please do. Word of mouth and celebration of the podcast help get us up in those rankings. Also, you can follow us on other ones like Spotify and Google Podcasts, where they don't have review systems like Apple does. If you want to participate in our Patreon, go to lowarmorcast.com or go to patreon.com slash lowarmorcast, and you can get there either way. That's going to have after-talk episodes. It's going to have reviews on movies that helped inspire this. It's going to have other little tasty goodies. Last but not least, follow us on social media at the low AC across pretty much every social media platform. Thank you very much. And now, back to the rest of the episode. So as Tama, or as Scratch and Tama, get, as Tama gets pulled into a drug <laughs> Like a drug deal. <laughs> drug deal with Scratch. Um, uh, we go back to Merritt with Wilton and uh, Wilton and Maja. This is and, not the first time. Yeah. In Tundra. <laughs> And so Thundra uh, re- reaches up on her stone. She just puts it down and looks across. And it's been small chat. Wilton hasn't grabbed your leg or anything like that <laughs> since you made it clear that you weren't comfortable with that. Thundra puts down the phone and is like, Maja, um, I need to talk with various members of the press. It is not your scheduled interview. It is various members of the press that are not writing what we want them to write. I'm also going to talk with our PR person and everything. Uh, I think it would be good if you would come with me. And Maja just gives you the most, the most strained, pleaful look, Merit. <laughs> I mean, surely there's some other preparations or things. I mean, honestly, if- if we're talking about making sure the right thing's being printed, like, uh, Tama does have some experience in dealing with press as our speaker for, uh... Very clever. Um, oh, wonderful gambit. <laughs> roll. Throw you under the bus for more work. <laughs> I like, I like hey, this You know what, that's what me. we get for leaving you on your own <laughs> right? again. <laughs> Merritt's been left alone. I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna throw the bard under the carriage. <laughs> uh, so you get roll, for being talky. Roll persuasion with advantage, Merritt. That's a pretty decent suggestion. The voice box of the world champion, very capable person. I, I didn't even realize until this moment that we have once again led Merritt to their own devices. I realized at the moment that Ron's, like, the Tom was like, I should go with you, which made sense. Yep. It just meant that Merritt just stays If back. you hadn't been like, oh, I'm definitely going to go buy drugs now. <laughs> I mean, I would have just stayed, but you're like, I'm going to go buy drugs. That's not what he wants. Okay, fine. That's an 18. 18? Yeah, 16 on the die. All right. So what you're saying is that we should have... Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Goes back on her, like, speaking stone again. I'm just... I was saying, you you have a lot of uh, history and clout yourself. Like, giving them any credence by giving them time with Maja doesn't uh, 
necessarily help you or her. Yeah, that's that's true. You know what? I'm going to redirect them to a shared press event. I, I need to make some phone calls. Uh, we're going to do an event. It's going to be tomorrow in the morning. So uh, we'll I'll give you some updates when we meet at the security meeting, right? The security meeting. Uh, I yes. need these calls. Um, and then Wilton, I'll give you the details to give to Tama about that. Also expect some literature in your rooms if we're going to be cross-talking about each other's champion. I'll expect your own press information as well uh, uh, as far as talking points, keywords, things that you would like Maja to say or do um, or like act like around Lannick so that it presents a unified front of sort of the majesty of celebrity. Uh, I'm gonna go and, <laughs> and just immediately and scratch. I, I start, I'm panicked looking for Tama because I'm like, I'm not gonna remember <laughs> any of this. Did you just commit to Lannick being out of thing? Not necessarily. <laughs> Time to break out the disguise kit. Wilton, Wilton, <laughs> as, 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 as she... <laughs> As she leaves, Wilton just looks over at Merritt, immediately recognizes the look on his face. Is like, "Don't worry, I got, I got most of that. We're, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot." Tama, <laughs> uh, Scratch and Tama, you begin walking back. Uh, Sly Peter has broken off from your direction to legitimately deliver apps to tables. He is actively working as a wait. You, um. Uh, find Wilton, Maja, and Merritt. No Sundra in sight at the table, and you see Sundra kind of walking back toward the main elevator as they uh, sit there. And Maja has placed like an arm friendly on your shoulder, uh, and just simply says, "Thank you so much, Merritt, um, for that. Uh, anything to delay it, and if I don't have to answer all the questions or talk to press people in a pre-press event for a press event." I'll take that every time. That's that's great. Thank you. I knew it would be a good idea to hire you all as security. I knew it. Uh, oh, and 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 Tama and Scratch are back. Oh, uh, excuse our absence. We had to get a little bit of information on what was going on on the sly. She and I kind of give a look at you when I say on the sly. And Maj is like on the sly. Oh, on the sly. And she looks over at Scratch. And just Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch grins and taps it back. <laughs> and then Wilton, Wilton says, y'all doing some drugs? Where's my drugs? <laughs> now Wilton looks at, looks at you and is like, well, if you're not going to bring any part of favors back for old Wilton Welvix, uh, I mean, I'm not going to take offense. But well, we have some uh, party favors back at the room if you wish to. Uh... <laughs> oh, I see, I see. See, that's smart. It's, you could have. If had I him. have to be there, I get to commit where they go. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? You don't want to wander around too high in the sky spire. You will get lost. <laughs> you will absolutely have no idea where you are. There are people that, that that had their first their first drug experience on floor 72, and they have not been back since. Um, <laughs> Merritt's uh, just nodding sagely, knowing nothing no, about oh, doing drugs. <laughs> Note to self, avoid floor 72. By the way, um, Merritt here, uh, Tama, I assume it's fine. Merritt here uh, committed uh, some work, so I'll get to, uh, you're going to have some reading to do tonight. Uh, you and uh, 
uh, you and Maja and uh, maybe Lanning will find out the details of it. There's going to be a press event tomorrow in the morning. Uh, Merritt let Thundra know that they could send all the like press materials to you as far as good talking points, words and language that they prefer associated with with Maja and her brand. Uh, oh, well, I and then you can also send some to them if you would like. Uh, and he kind of smirks a little bit because Wilton very well knows that this is not something that champion armor combatants do. And Tama probably has no idea what he's talking about. Um, well, I, I'm sure whatever agreements uh, we made is uh, totally necessary. So I'm happy to help. Yes, necessary. <laughs> <laughs> While you're sitting there, uh, realizing that Merritt just signed you up for some work, um, <laughs> signed you up for some some performance checks, yeah. which you will handle very well because you are a bard. Um, that one, <laughs> uh, but some performance checks. School of glamour. <laughs> uh, you hear a little bit of noise happening, uh, a little bit of a ruckus occurring back by the elevator of the one ninety nine. You're not really super close to it, so it's kind of like a dull kind of noise. But you haven't heard shouting in any, anything other than delight since you got here. And it's clearly shouting. I look to see what's going on. Uh, roll a perception check for me, table. Just to see how much of this you hear. That is a total of 15. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> All right, that's a total of 15 on the die. Right back over to Triple A Ron with his result. Uh, that is a 21 from the Triple A Ron Meister. We hit a hot 16 on Merritt's roll. Why did we go away from the AM radio bit for like an hour and then suddenly come back? Because I forgot and now I want to go do it again. <laughs> what do you want from me? Uh. It is perfectly within our authority to come through here. We are investigating it. There is a sudden uh, strike upon things and a sudden accident occurs just after we will see them. You turn over and you see a tall, like maybe six, one, six foot two, long blonde haired, fully dressed in plate armor, tabard wearing shield and sword woman backed by a Barobed, cobalt, older-looking, uh, kind of long eyebrows going down from its scaly face uh, things, a shirtless, bandolier-wearing, red-skinned hobgoblin, and a uh, a little fawn creature with a quiver of arrows at her back and like two hand crossbow or quiver bolts at her back and two hand crossbow. More adventures. Well, it do you like. uh, know how to draw? Do you know anyone who knows how to draw? <laughs> well, in well, this why would room, I need to know how to draw? Why, find, find someone here who can draw sketches of those folks for me. Oh, are you a big fan of adventurers, Merritt? Is that is that it? They're, um, I wouldn't exactly say that. Yes, big fans, big fans. Big fans? Sure. Uh, well, I don't, and Maj is like, I know how to draw. I can draw them. Um... It's one of the few things I can do anywhere I'm in on the road. And so Maja starts. Well, that would be wonderful. And I like, if I, if I have any paper on me, I'm just like shuffle some sheets. Uh, you go to even look for paper and then paper appears <laughs> from like not the, not Sly Peter, but other yeah. uh, assistants. Sly Peter has 
and wrapped filming for the day. And um, <laughs> uh, that's a wrap on Sly Peter. That's a wrap on Sly Peter. Um, uh, but from other uh, uh, servers at the thing, and some paper and some different grade pencils appear in front of Maja, as if they were listening to your conversation. And what you expect happens, happens. These four just push past <laughs> the like hosting staff who are not equipped to deal with fully armed adventures at any given time. Yeah. And one of them, one of them, the uh, um, uh, the satyr uh, with the uh, with the little hand crossbows at her hips is holding up um, what you all recognize to be the guild of adventurers symbol uh, or card showing that they're registered and that they're allowed to do this. Adventures are no, cops, man. No violence. I mean, that's kind of up to them, isn't it? No violence until they hit first. Okay. <laughs> that Yeah, I could agree to that. If people can wish for, like, anything up here, can we wish for, like, a wall to block their asses just, like, in a right. corner of the room? <laughs> <laughs> for real. Uh, could I... Uh, I'd like to order a cone of silence in that direction and <laughs> a uh, magic barrier around this table, if you could. Unf uh, unfortunately, all we can do is serve it, like imbibements and libations and fair enough fair here. enough we we can't just magically make things uh also it is against okay, protocol so for us paper to and stuff can appear can you bring me so many pieces of paper to make a paper mache wall <laughs> <laughs> roll roll a d20 for me kelsey and if you get a 20 on your luck i'll let you make a paper mache wall <laughs> Nope. <laughs> so, while Merritt is hastily building what looks like a small newspaper volcano, um, <laughs> uh, 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 the the paladin approaches approaches uh, uh, after scanning the room. Clearly, looks in your direction and doesn't so much recognize you as spot you, like spot what she was looking for, and walks up and it's like, like. Are you, are you all, uh, Lannick Heinfist's pit crew? And who who's is asking? asking? Yeah. <laughs> Crites done. Yeah. Simultaneously. Oh, stereo. Yeah. Crites done, uh, done shield. Paladin of the sun. Defender of the daylight. <laughs> okay. Is it in danger of <laughs> no longer coming back? What do you do at night? I sleep. What do you do at night? Mingle. Defend the day. Drink. <laughs> sing. Dance. And then eventually sleep. And and this has been a wonderful conversation the, so far. Is there anything else I can help you with? The cobalt wizard just looks as like, 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 right, right. You're always too uh, formal with people. My name's Zekto. Hi. I would like you to answer what um your you've been doing uh, <laughs> uh, and you can see right just rolls rolls her eyes and then uh uh the red hobgoblin right uh don't worry about this uh these physically just ask them their questions they don't need to uh they don't need to uh, uh, get in, give any kind of like consent. We're not like officers here. We're adventurers. We just get to ask the questions. They answer them, and they get the glaive. That's what they get. They got the glaive. It's right back here. You see the glaive? Holds <laughs> up the glaive. Yeah, that's the glaive. You're going to assault the pit crew of 
If we have to. I mean, if you don't answer our questions, of course. No, Siri, uh, tell them, tell them, tell them who we are. And the stater comes up and smiles and hands you little business cards. And on them, they read the Dawn Shield Adventuring Party. It's like, hi, everybody. Uh, we're the Dawn Shield Adventuring Party. Um, we are here to investigate what just happened. I'm sure you all saw it. It was on the outside of the building, so I'm sure that you were able to see the explosion. We are just here to ask you some questions because, see, you arrived and then an explosion happened. Now, we're interviewing everyone that intakes. We don't think that anything's happened, but if you could cooperate, that'd be really wonderful. Honestly, I know this is a little offensive, but it is the job of adventurers. I'm sure Where's we'll the fill in security. We'll be filling in the head of Spire Security when we have a meeting with him tomorrow uh, morning. Is it? Yep. Yep. The personal friend of our patron. See, I understand that that would seem to be enough, and we will be also talking with Samson about these things, but the Adventurers Guild does not specifically recognize the authority of any local security, um, as granted by the former, uh, former institutions uh, and the former documents of the first emperor of the fold during the period when the fold was in fact one united empire and as you know those documents tend to have historical supersedence over local things so whereas we really appreciate that you are uh, cooperating with local authorities we would like to ask our own questions no (laughs) she she looks at you and she looks i look at i look at maja and and like try to indicate that this might also if you're trying to win me also if you're trying to win me over with your charisma speak slower more deliberate and turn off the false charm it's obvious leave our table we're trying to enjoy dinner be gone stop (laughs) roll initiative for me but it's just you and me tama that is a six i want them to attack me (laughs) right I know you always got something up your sleeve. Either they fuck off or they attack me. Yeah. <laughs> and if they attack you, then all in. Tire, all right. I need you to roll me an athletics uh, skill check, please. Not bad. That's 15. So you say that, and the moment you finish it, and you can see that you're actually it's you're like actively hurting this person's feelings as a hand reaches straight for Tama and lifts you up so that your eye face on there if you want to try and do a reaction to this like I didn't want to involve scratch or merit unless this was successful if you want to do a reaction to this and see if you can beat it uh he had a 16 on his initiative which I took as sort of like a surprise sure. round. Mm-hmm. And then I rolled a 16 on his athletics. If either of you come in faster, you can react to it. Or if you have a baked in reaction to it as a successful action. Yeah, it's just that I have protection. And so if I see someone trying to grab uh, Tama, my instinct would to be to use that. that um, to force the disadvantage? Yeah. It wasn't an attack roll, but I'm going to let it happen in this point. Because it's sort of the same thing. It's an arm yeah. reaching out. It's an it, it's a it's a kind of a grapple basically, which is a athletics uh, contest. But um, but I'm fine with you if you want to use the protection for that because you see a hand reaching toward Tama. I think that makes sense. What did you roll? Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, <laughs> uh, we both need to re-roll because I got a fifteen. I don't know what to do with that when it's a when it's a thing. Yeah, it's a roll off. Natural <laughs> twenty. Ooh. I got another 15, so... (laughs) No touch! So, what this scene looks like is 
He goes to reach for you, Tama, and initially you don't see it. What you do see is Merit moving, and you see the what is now almost a classic Merit pivot, where it's like you see him moving to square himself face to face with you, which means that his shield is behind him. Yep. And you see, and that lets you flick your eyes back to it. And it's another situation that just just happened in the wizard's den where, where, where Merritt went in to stop something for scratch that didn't work, but it gave scratch enough time to react with the shield. And Tom, I'd probably you just... like, as I do that, just be like Wilton Maja to their rooms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that allows you to, as he has to adjust for Merritt's positioning, you see his hand coming. Now this is your choice. You now have the choice to let him grab you or you can just easily just move out of the way and his hand will kind of just barely not reach you kind of thing. And you can make it with a nat 20. Is you can make it real obvious that that was you just So <laughs> what I'd like to do is when he goes in to reach for me, I'd like to lean back in my chair ever so slightly, kick my feet up and just kind of give him a, and just kind of give him a smarmy look. Yeah. <laughs> If, if there's any food I could just like insert in that hand instead, I would like to. Uh, you absolutely can. I'm not even making you roll where's for that. Where's the shrimp? Yeah, where's yeah. the bag of shrimp? reaches in to scratch his shrimp bag and puts a shrimp in his hand that he squeezes and then opens it and then glares at that. And then like with the shrimp sort of being brushed off of his hand by his own fingers as well as he can while pointing at Tama. Scratch he goes, stares accusingly at him. He's like, I was going to eat that. Why are you ruining perfectly good food? Right? You don't, you don't talk to, you. You don't come up here and start destroying our food. You don't seem to talk much at all. You don't talk <laughs> to Noisiri that way. That's unacceptable. She I think you interrupting nice. our dinner is unacceptable, so I think we're at a stalemate. How about you leave now? We have nothing to do with the explosion below. We've been here the entire time. That's as much information as I'm willing to give you, because I just don't like you. So could you please leave? Uh, he looks back at Hright Dawn Shield. She just kind of narrows her eyes a little bit. Have you tried ordering information from a waiter before accosting people here? She's, she's a paladin, which means lawful stupid. <laughs> she looks she looks at both of you. You and Merritt, mostly ignoring Scratch. <laughs> Not for any reason, Scratch just said, it's, Scratch just said like, hey, you're ruining dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch <My> seems <laughs> relatively normal. And, but like to Merritt and then back to Tama. You realize that you're making an enemy of the Adventurers Guild by not answering our questions. We haven't even struck you yet. We've lit nothing on fire. We came here to answer, ask you questions and you were incredibly rude because you don't believe that you're, you believe you're above the rest of the citizens of the fold that do have to answer our questions. Not just I just don't like bullies. And I don't like people who interrupt my dinner. You could have made, you could have had a meeting set yeah. with us. We would happily met you with setting an setting something with our itinerary. We have someone who handle these handles these things. We are here as guests yeah. of the oh. entire Sky Spire. We respect the people that have had us here as our guests. You seem to be the only people that aren't respecting us as guests. I'll ask you to please leave our table and allow us to continue our dinner. If you would like to set an appointment with us to have a discussion. We have people that can do that for you. But right now, you're interrupting dinner. You're making a scene, ruining all these people's nice dinner. I'm sure there are people here who saved up money to come be here tonight. And you're ruining their dinner. 
Everything was fine before you There's arrived. There's like a family with all matching like printed ball caps. <laughs> said, we got to the 199. There's like eight children. <laughs> so I'm going to be respectful of them and I'm going to ignore you. And I ask that you don't make a scene. If you'd like to set an appointment, you're welcome to. But you were the ones that approached us rudely first. Zecto. Good evening. The I turn and I sip my wine. Zecto the kobold pats poor Noriri's, uh, Noziri's uh, shoulder as it's like, he doesn't like bullies. Why is he so mean? Um, and, uh, 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 Do they look like a child? <laughs> uh, uh, and, and Why? <laughs> Why are you no, not no, on my side? She's an adult woman Thank oh, you. I'm an adult woman She's a grown woman. Why is he so mean? Gog is like, listen, right. If we want, we can simply have their room searched. Like, we'll just find out where they're staying and we'll just go through their things. Let's Let's just go. Um, Feel free to leave through any exit and merit points at all of the sides of the walls that aren't the elevator. <laughs> Ooh, sick burn, man. <laughs> yeah, um, Zecto, a- Zecto looks up <laughs> at, at that. He's like, oh, I, gu- I guess so. And he just instantly casts fly on the party. <laughs> 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 He's like, what a good idea. It's so nice out here. Uh, I want to get on my. I have a crystal that I can contact Wilfred or Wil- yeah, Wil- Wilton. Wilton. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, Wilton, can we have Skyspire security uh, to our rooms? We just had a bunch of suspicious people threaten us and say they were going to go to our rooms and uh, rifle through our things. Uh, are you talking about the adventurer yeah. that come through? Uh, yeah, we can put security on that. I will warn you though. Uh, they will try to cut through that security to get to your rooms. That is how they often work. And if security were to cut them down in that attempt, is there an illegal issue there? No, absolutely not. Weapons come out, weapons come out. That's just Yeah, just make work. sure that the head of security finds out, you know, that the head oh, of security, Samson. a personal friend of our of our champion, that someone's threatening uh, his crew. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm making sure I'm speaking loud enough for them to hear this. Uh, I think we're going to have to go uh, wake up the champ just because, I mean, he's going to want to defend his things. And, oh, man, does he get ornery when people break into his room. (laughs) (laughs) And he sleeps naked. boy. And he sleeps naked. Yep. Uh, uh, Thanks, buddy. You've been so helpful. uh, Absolutely. I will get the security and everything going. So they heard all of that. I'm going to need you, Tama, with advantage, since you were the one who was talking. You get to roll an Intimidate check. I'm going to tell you that this Intimidate check is going to be uh, quite high. So let me know if you get... Definitely let me know if you get below a 20 total. Um, uh, 25 has something. 30 has a different thing. Ah, 19. So upon hearing that you're lining up a security team for them and upon hearing the fact that Lanix, old friend Samson, the adventurers begin to kind of put things together in their heads. Man, whatever happened to, what is it? Smifer? Strife? Strife? Striker? Striker? Crowdos? Man, it would really suck if that, if the same fate as them befell other people <laughs> who hurt other people. Why yeah. don't people just make an appointment with us? It's so easy. Right. We got so many people we're talking to this whole time. I like appointments. Yeah. Just approach us and talk to us like normal human beings. Or uh, not in the whatever. middle of dinner. They discuss with themselves. 
um, uh, uh, what what they're doing. Uh, they are beginning to fly off, so they are leaving you alone. <laughs> I love that they're just flying. Yeah, away. and so they fly off. Um, they don't fly to the sides that Merritt did, though. Like Wright is just flying them back toward the elevator. <laughs> like, <it's>, <laughs> um, <laughs> you see on the sides of, or like beside your table, not against anyone else's table, three beams of light just shoot down from the uh, kobold's hands, just sort of like making like a little triangle sort of around your table and leaving scorch marks in the ground. And, and, uh, and then you also see like the hobgoblin kind of smack the cobalt up in the back of the head <laughs> before they get into the elevator and they have like essentially left they were almost at the elevator and then they just go into the elevator as like one last spell cast at you before they go oh look they know how to cast offensive spells wow right oh just, no just magic. trying to show some some fireworks for the people eating <laughs> weird flex i go uh waiter uh, here's their card. You can go ahead and charge the damage caused here to their guild account, I'm sure. If the waiter looks at the card and it's like, if only. <laughs> if only. And then, uh, 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 yeah, then it settles down. Uh, almost the entirety of the 199 goes back to functioning exactly as if that had just never happened. Um, I think we need to start lobbying for some changes in in local government regarding adventurers. Yeah. And and I would yeah. like um as soon as possible to get back a hold of Maja, um, figure out where she is, and also get those pictures of the adventures from her <laughs> so that uh, so that security knows who they're looking for for protecting our rooms. Well, just before you leave the table. A person comes up to you. This person is not dressed in the finery of most of the people on the 199. You all are just dressed in traveler's clothes. Like, you're not particularly dressed up. Mm -hmm. um, but this excuse person, me? I mean, you're, <laughs> you're dressed I'm up dressed like pretty bar. damn nice, sir. Yeah. <laughs> huh? I've are got you wearing a sleeveless overalls. item? <laughs> yes, but it's cultural. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, nobody's dressed super down, uh, uh, but this person is. This person, they don't look like impoverished, like tattered rags, sure, sure. Mm -hmm. but they have a simple homespun tunic and leggings, very much what you'd see in your travels and not the fashions that you've seen so far. And they simply said, well, well that was a mighty fun dunking you did on them and their adventures. Uh, uh, thank you so much. Uh, they just push people around and ain't no one stands up to them unless they also trying to like kill a village like the only people that tend to stand up to adventures like eat people so like <laughs> it's like well, you know do I choose Peter or Paul in that situation I don't know uh, 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 who m b by the by the by the by, by the way uh, I have a name that my DM had to scroll to. Um, <laughs> so many goddamn names in the Sky Spire. Um, my name's Jacoby. Pleasure to meet all of you. And he holds out his arm. Uh, it's a human man, kind of mid 30s or late 30s, early 40s. A uh, little bit raw boned, a little bit stretched out, a little bit kind of like stringy. 
but not starving or anything like that. Okay. Just definitely, definitely like a person that like obviously works hard. You can, you don't even have to roll. You can see his hands are like, they're clean, but they are worked. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Scratch shakes his hand. Yeah, it's great. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, Merit. <laughs> Pleasure. Hi. I'll give, him a, I'll give him a shake and yeah, absolutely, Tama. absolutely pleasure to meet you. So I simply had to ask. I know, I know that you're the pit crew for laying a con fist. I don't, I don't know who to ask this. What just happened downstairs? Like way downstairs. Why is everyone coming to us for this information? We we don't know. <laughs> well, I know you don't know. You just call here. Oh, okay. All right. All I'm right. not. A, I'm not, not asking us. Scratch. Let him finish. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I misunderstood. Oh, I'm sorry. Why, the way that I phrased that, I could see how I could see how you thought my sentence might have stopped with what happened <laughs> yeah. down there, okay. and then that was like the question mark would go right there. But I was just pausing for dramatic effect. <laughs> okay, because like I was about to like look around behind you and be like, is there a line or something? <laughs> I was seriously about to roll like perception to see if he, it, it, that was their rogue about to poison us until you said and his hands look like he's worked oh not an okay never mind honest fella what, what happened down there is related to something that there isn't anything in the periodicals about can't go to anyone in the sky spire we can't go to any of the union bosses we can't go to none of this can we ask for some help there's something terrible happening down in the warehouse levels ain't nobody saying nothing about it and we're tired of turning a blind eye to it uh, friend, I, I, I gotta say, we, we're here mainly just, uh, to help with the fight, but I'm sure there's someone, and I kinda, I kinda, I kinda look at him, that could help you with this type of problem, but if that type of person were around, they probably wouldn't be able to talk to you about it here. He looks crestfallen at first for, like, a beat, <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> if somebody maybe wanted to have this conversation if you were to uh, advise me, you're a little bit more well-traveled. Maybe at, I don't know, a little place called the Alley Behind the Wendy's. <laughs> I've heard of that place. It's a good uh, it's a good place to get a drink. I might, I might. thanks for the suggestion. I'll definitely check yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, it is a great place. Alley Behind the Wendy's. You know, I hear they got, they actually are coming up. They got a happy hour. Half off drinks. Oh, I, yeah. I love happy hour because I'm telling you, if this wasn't on someone else's dime, yeah, <laughs> right, right. This is a year salary for one meal for me. <laughs> a Jesus. year. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that guy denying three of his kids university out of those eight kids just so they could have one day a year and get those matching hats that say the one nine to nine. <laughs> uh, absolutely terrible. Um. But that is the way of capitalists. Anyway, we're going to get to my communism in the next episode of Little Army. <laughs> 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 uh, as this group is just being approached here <laughs> right? in the Sky Spire. Um, uh, thank you so much 
my wonderful pit crew for uh, surviving that. And uh, yay, yay, we finished this episode. Yay. We're still alive. Yay. You didn't get a fight. They, someone listened. For once, someone they listened. They really didn't want to. No, they the didn't. Dice, nope. The dice were going a certain way. And the paladin and the uh, barbarian in that group are not nearly the fools that you met in Davidstown where there was just no option. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was already scrolling my spells as we were having that conversation. Yes, like, same. what am I going to open with when I, this well, happens? I love that you know that you're going to have to fight adventures in this campaign. So every time I bring them in, it's like, yeah, fuck, get my, get my dice ready. Get my sketches of these bitches so I can yeah, get Mary, them the blacklisted. <laughs> Merritt's end game is just uh, Merritt Grim Clank adventurer hunter. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes and he doesn't hurt them. He just identifies them and then creates like a magical directory I where mean, you can. Sometimes just... he hurts them. He did definitely get a candle in the face of one oh, of the yeah. original I mean, oh, adventures. Yeah. Maybe if they get violent, he's going to respond. But uh, if you become a shady NPC, you're just going to be known as Merritt the Snitch. <laughs> <laughs> the snitch. But nonetheless. Uh, that was wonderful. Thank you so much, wonderful pit crew. Yay. Yay. Thank you, Dungeon Mommy. That was Thank a good you. one. It was fun. All right. So now that we've wrapped this episode, is there anything any of you want to plug? Um, you can. Uh, my name is Triple Aaron. I've been Scratch. And you can find me on Twitter at Triple Aaron or Twitch at Triple Aaron. All one word. Yeah, this is Kelsey Steven. You can find me in the alley behind the Wendy's. <laughs> that was very quick and Kelsey is much cleverer than I am it's true I um, that's fantastic uh, I'm Ron Leota you can check me out on Facebook at Leota Roleplaying and uh, you can of course follow us here lowarmorcast.com wherever podcasts are generally found also patreon.com slash lowarmorcast <laughs> anyway uh, at the low AC on social media thank you very much and as one last plug for me follow me on the dying of exposure twitch that's dying underscore of underscore exposure i've got aaron in another campaign uh where we're doing water deep he plays very much not scratch yeah and, uh, <laughs> and then uh, i've totally got a antithesis. weekly campaign there through the mill as well as some other DD related content and role-playing game related content so thank you very much and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 -bye. The crew that pits together shits together. Pits shits. <laughs>